You know, home repairs, stupid, stupid former owners of the house. <sighs> yeah, nothing like uh, old houses where you have remodel upon remodel upon remodel. Mm-hmm. Found some pretty sweet wallpaper in ours. Nice. Yeah. We, I don't even want to try to think about redoing the painting in here. Oh, there's just always, there's always so much to do in this house. But, Wait, Ben, what were you holding up? I couldn't figure it out. Hmm? What? Was this it? A keyboard? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were holding something up like for us to see. I was like, oh, that's nice i was i was just changing the volume the uh, furnace finally oh. kicked off so suddenly you were shouting at me that was intentional oh dominic froze no one there you, you can't have issues you're you're not at the coffee shop anymore I know that you guys don't know this because you always only interact with Dominic over digital medium, but that's the way he looks in real life too. He does that all the time. <laughs> it, it's true. Um, it's only like 2% of the population are born like this. We won't make fun of it. <laughs> so what is up? <clears throat> uh, do you guys want to do a sound check thing? Open sure. up that other thing. I'll try to remember to do it this, this week. Let's see what do we got going on here. Hey DM. Hey what? How um how do you want me to manage my spell list? Properly. Do you want me to tell you what spells I currently have prepared? Keep track of it myself. Tell you when I'm changing spells. Uh, I don't know. We've never really done that, have we? Um, I mean, just let me know when you're changing them. I guess is the easiest. Okay. Y you I, have. Well, do you want me to tell you or or tell the group? Ah, that's up to you. I, I dropped minor restoration and I picked up detect evil and good. All right. Oh shit! Picking I love up. wrong roll twenty. Speaking of. All right. So uh, Nick's not joining us. You guys notice Arnaldo's kind of hang, hanging out at the back of the group, being a little all silent and moody, moody this week. But uh, is ready to get started? Oh, I need to test the sound. Uh, is everybody in there? Yep. You. Yep.
what 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 is the timing on this thing? What is with the minus fifty three minutes and minus fifty seven minutes? I don't know. Oh, uh, it doesn't make any sense. All right, can you hear it though? Yes. Okay. All right, last week you guys uh, officially got to know each other a little bit, met up with some Vistani who uh, seemed to be expecting you, and told you that they were to take you to Madame Eva and uh, you made your way with one family of them down uh, down an old wooded road and I think that's basically what happened Willie met some magic mushrooms talked to some plants um, any, anything else I missed definitely glossed over a, a hag coven Wash remembers that they're there and wants to go fight them. I don't, I don't remember the hag, hag coven. Wash does. Ned put on a pretty baller magic show. That's true. Yeah, you guys did regale the, the Stony camp. Uh, Arnaldo made some racial slurs against uh, the Stony. Uh And yet I didn't have them react that he knows of. Um, Every other word was like a racial slur when he was talking to them. What did you dirty so when, say about with your dirty gypsy mouths? <laughs> I watched my wallet. Uh, so anyway, so the Vistani family, uh, father, son, and daughter, took you to a more deeply foggy part of the forest and told you they can't continue. That... Uh, a little disagreement with Madame Eva previously means that they aren't able to come back to Barovia, but hopefully this will help uh, mend things with her. And they tell you how to get there. And you headed into the fog. Does that ring a bell? It does, more or less. Who, who was uh, first into the fog? Uh, I think Wash was because I got tired of talking to them. Yeah. Wash, you head into this deep fog and let me get to my notes to get us caught up to where we are. Oh, boy. Any other questions before we get started? Is it, We're on a, a well-worn path, right? It's not, even though we can't we don't have visibility. It's not like difficult to tell if we're going on or off the path. So when you went into the, this, this mist, um, the path is old, but very well-worn. It has three tracks. Uh, the track that you can tell would probably be like um, the wagon wheels for carts or like they have these um, barrel top wagons that the Vistani family was in, and then a center track for a horse. The, the, the actual grass growing in between those tracks are, is pretty high, 
it's not like um you know waste tire or anything but it's but it's not you can tell it's not a well-used road but to your question you're you're able to figure out even without seeing very well you can feel if you're going off the road is that what you mean yeah you're you're riding taylor swift or well that's that was gonna if, if it's pretty if it's pretty clear whether or not we're on or off the track then yeah i'll, I'll just ride but if if this is going to be some sort of a tricky situation to stay on but it, it seems like yeah, i would yeah. be comfortable riding well so speaking of that as you go into this mist uh the woods darken it's almost like the trees begin to close ranks uh needle covered arms interlocking the sun is is not really noticeable being blocked out by now and uh the shroud of mist that covers the ground you you kind of went over a rise and down into a little gully uh gully but you can't see very far and the mist actually um you would say maybe it's because of the rain maybe it's because of the mist but the the ground as you go downhill starts to get a little boggy and it does get harder to walk uh or for the mount for the elk to walk and you feel like going down the hill that there's a chance that the two of you could slip if you stay you stay on i'll get off but uh, this gray fog it just kind of envelops you until you really can't see more than a few feet in any direction um, same thing with you, Ned, you're riding your horse, but as you go down, um, it's really mucky and you feel like if, if you stay mounted, you're gonna, you're gonna slip right off. Yeah. Also, like pretty much I, when I'm riding my horse, I do pretty much whatever wash does. Cause I am still pretty new at this. So, um, everybody roll an acrobatics check. Fourteen. Fourteen. All right. Yeah, it's slippery, but nobody loses their foot, their their footing. But um, as you're going into this fog, it gets thicker and thicker and thicker. Um, this it, it gets heavier too, and really, really quiet as you move through it. You can really just hear your own footfall, kind of your your uh, boots getting sucked into the muck as you go through and it's even hard to tell like how much time is this two minutes is it five minutes ten minutes but um you you can't hear the person behind you or in front of you as you walk through this muck um and in fact wash when you what's that i'm gonna stop okay if I, if I can't if i can't see Ned, I'm going to stop and, and rope up. All right. Um, Ned bumps into you, leading her horse. Not too far. Uh, interestingly, Taylor Swift does not. <laughs> does not stop or bump? Uh, you, you don't know. You, you don't. Like you were, where you were expecting Taylor Swift to be? Nothing. Oh, I just telepathically try to communicate with her. Also nothing. 
you don't get anything back. Uh, Willie bumps into Ned. Arnaldo bumps into Willie. Uh, the ground is leveled off. It wasn't that uh, steep of a hill. I mean, it was a steep hill, but not uh, that long of a hill. Um, and uh, from what you can tell, you're you're still going a little downhill, but it's not steep. Can't so tell if Ben is in deep reflection or if he's frozen. So, we, so right now we're just, we're stops. We're kind of like a traffic, traffic jam right here. Evidently, uh, Wash is like just deep in contemplation, like super deep. And then what's going on with my horse? I thought you said something about my horse. Uh, the horse was just having a hard time keeping its footing in the muck as you came down a hill. Okay. Um, now even the road is a little mucky here and there. It's evened out. But um, he's back. I I blame Dominic. Why am I being blamed? Because is it contagious? It is the only thing that can disrupt this phone. An Amber Alert. I do not have the power to issue those. Um, no, no, I meant they're looking I was for you. Asked to stop making presentations about how Amber Alert doesn't help because I was told it was too depressing. Did you make a presentation about how it's just always the parents? <laughs> I should have. <clears throat> okay. Um, All right. So, yeah. so you stopped and everyone bumped into you, and that's where they still are standing. Um, I'm just going to say uh, to Elianed, it would be very easy to get separated out here. Uh, I think it, it makes sense for us to tie ourselves together. And I'm going to take out a rope and tie it around my waist and hand, hand her the other, the other end. Does it? So I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna wrap around mine. Is it long enough to hand the rest of Willie? I I pull it tight so that you can't get it all the way. Um, it's 50 feet. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I just like your your butt. Just do one loop around my waist and hand it back to Willie. So it says rope. Yes. So to to ask the obvious question. Is this the standard issue D&D hempen rope? No. No? Okay. This is a uh, specific blood skog rope. Okay. Yeah, Willie's going to see what Ned did and follow his lead and pass it back to Armando. I definitely pull the rope tight so that there's not enough for Armando. At 50, uh, no fat are you, but that's tight. Also, if, if just, he doesn't... I, just, uh, I, I start backing away and pulling the rope with me. Also, is his name officially 
Armando now instead of Arnaldo, no matter what? Do we just change it? I think we're just I mean, going to say it different every single time. If you, if you don't show up, it's just we get to call you whatever we want. Um, but yeah, you guys uh, tie up and start moving forward again. Um, the You come through and you see around the road, there's black pools of water standing like little mirrors in and around the muddy roadway. Giant trees loom on both sides of the road, their branches, their branches uh, clawing at the mist. But uh, Wash and Willie, you both have the distinct feeling that these woods that you're in are, don't feel the same as the ones you were in before. Mm -hmm. Wash, something about it, uh, you don't know if it's your, your divine senses or your, um, you know, your, your recent attempts to connect with nature, but something about it feels oppressive to you. It, it feels like this mist is weighing on you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait for Ned again. And I'm going to say... Um, there, I believe there's some magic in this fog. Uh, it seems to have dispelled Taylor Swift. And, uh, I can, do you, do you have any uh, abilities to look into or see through this? I could tell if it was magic. I, I don't know. Um, um, I cast I cast minor illusion just to see if my magic is working. Uh, yeah. What What are you doing with it? I'm just like gonna make like a little little squirrel. Okay. I'm also going to cast um, Minor Illusion and make the little squirrel just blow up. <laughs> so when you cast it, it definitely works. Yep. Um, you feel, uh, it feels weird. Like the, the shape of things is um, almost like you're doing it for the, like uh, uh, you're, you're new at it. And the shape is not uh, what you see, Willie, as a, almost translucent um it looks like a squirrel that has been hit by a truck and come back alive and uh you know it's its eyes are a little too sunken and uh its ears are just not quite in the right place and it's what what is your squirrel doing literally just walking around like and ev everywhere it goes so it's just little explosions yeah and then it looks like it's exploding I'm going, to, I'm going to take an action to use my divine sense. Um, okay. I, I can detect any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. And I can also tell if it has been consecrated or desecrated. You, you don't pick up any particular presence. You don't pick up any desecration, but it's that um, a more distinct just heaviness uh oppression the forest feels like it's against you 
it, it you feel like it's slowing you down. I feel like we need to move quickly through this. I agree. Uh, let's move forward. And I, I take extra caution to hold on to my horse. All right, everybody roll perception check. Seven. Fourteen. That is uh, 25. Wow. Um, yeah, so you continue. Uh, the, the further you go, you get out of this fog and mist. You're, you're coming. It's still a mucky, um, heavily, thickly wooded road. Um, but the fog behind you spills out of the forest and seems to be swallowing up the road. Um, who got the 25? Is that, that was Ned? Ned. Um, Ned, you look behind you and you swear you see this fog moving. Uh, almost as if a shape went through it, but you don't see the shape, but you just see like a, uh, a little wisp kind of move behind you and no matter how far you guys you keep walking it seems like the fog is not too far behind you um so is that like when i saw the movement did it look like the whole the whole fog is moving or like it looked like literally someone was walking through it yeah almost like a whiff uh just kind of uh, moves on its own like somebody just walked through it but you don't see any anybody there oh um. I let me see here. Yeah, I cast message, which is like I it'll be a whisper. I cast it to walk to wash, and I say I think there's some, there's someone following us. I think they're invisible. I saw the fog move like someone walked through it. Um, can I? We're out of the fog now. We're looking back at the fog bank, so I can see. Um, I I cast detect magic. Uh, nothing. Yeah, you don't you don't get anything other than the occasional blip uh, on each other. How far, how far away is the fog? It's uh, you've come through it, and I mean the whole the whole forest is misty and gray, but this uh, like almost like a bank of fog, like you said. It's a good 50 feet behind you now, but as you keep walking, it feels like it's still 50 feet behind you. I you know, you've gone several hundred feet and uh, it's still not too far behind you. I walk back towards it. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't move as you walk towards it. It's almost like approaching, uh, you're approaching it again. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go right up to it if I can. I, I only have yep. 30 feet on my detect magic. Yeah, as you go up to it, you're not, you don't get, notice anything magical, but um, you can't see even very far into it. Um, I'll just say to Ned, I don't, I cannot, I can't see anyone using magic, but we, we need, we need to reach this village. I agree. Ned, as he says this to you, 
um, behind over his shoulder, you swear for a moment, it's like a, a, a misty hand is coming towards him. But as you blink, it just kind of falls into mist and there's just some wind, but it's uncomfortable. Yeah, we need to get out of get away from this fog. Um, is the does the road look like it's less muddy now, where we could get back on our? Well, I guess Taylor Swift's back yet. No, Taylor Swift. Uh, there's no sign of it. Okay, um, I I agree. We should we should move quickly here, and I um, snap, <laughs> and my Al Harry comes back. Um, what does Harry look like? Uh, here I can. It's just a. It's a well, little... Wait, no wait before you do. Just describe what Harry looks like. Yeah, it's a little black owl, like basically black with the same piercing blue eyes that I have. Um, so that's what you intend, and that's what Harry's looked like every time that you've brought it before. But when you snap this time, what you see, Wash and Willie, is an undead bird appear before you with feathers uh, half on, half off. Uh, looks like there's flesh that's been rotting. No eyes at all um, where this uh, owl is. And it just, uh, where does it appear, Ned? Um, I have it appear like 10 feet in front of me, like just kind of getting ready to fly off. Yeah, you just, you both see this uh, undead bird with um gaping eye holes staring at you small owl willie's gonna grab ned shoulder like what the fuck man what the <laughs> fuck is that man and i see i see it looks you've seen undead no an undead bird you've, you've never seen harry appear this way i mean you know it's harry right but uh it doesn't appear the way you're used to um can i like something, something does... is toying with the way your magic works can I function like it like it normally? Like can I yeah. into okay? I mean, oh, yeah. it, I don't know what's going on, but something's not right. Wash. We need to get a move on. And I have Harry fly out um, like fifty feet in front of us, like watching the road leading us. Um, and he's gonna alert me if he sees anything on the road, anything lurking around. Uh, and is this? It's like a telepathic alert. Yeah. Like we can communicate yep. at any time within a hundred feet. You don't. You don't see it. it. He just tells you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as you go on, um, let me get back there. Um, I've got the owl stats, yeah. roll perception or anything. Okay. Uh, ahead, uh, Harry just uh, lets you know that there's a road. Uh, I mean, sorry, a wall coming up. And yeah, sure enough, as you guys keep going and this force is, is uh, um, still pretty tight around you, jutting from the impenetrable woods on both sides are high stone buttresses, a really high wall, a looming gray in the fog. There are huge iron gates on the stonework. Dew clings uh, around these rusted bars. There's two armed guardians statues that are just gigantic statues flanking the sides of this gate but both of them the heads are off and lying in the weeds at the bottom of this wall and uh it, it greets you with silence i have an image here if you want to see i want to see your work 
but uh, the gates are closed, even though they aren't in the picture. But ah, I, I still I still have detect magic. Do I see okay. anything? Nope. Uh, you're approximately where the horseman is here, so you're 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 a ways away. Does Willie recognize the style of the architecture at all? Uh, I mean, it's uh, kind of has a gothic feel to it, but um, I mean, doesn't recognize it specifically. Its its scale is bigger than Willie's ever seen before. Uh, I mean, at least in a, in a wall like this. And the way the the way the wall goes into the woods, and you can see there there actually is. Um, an incline uh, uh, on either side. It, you, it's very mountainous. You feel like you couldn't easily, if at all, get around it. Willie's gonna look up and down at that, and he's gonna think about the uh, undead bird he just saw, and the exploding squirrel he just saw, and the devil lady that he is tied to. Gonna say to Ned Art, "Are you taking me to hell?" Hopefully not. Um, with that, I have hair. Like I say, uh, wash. I'm gonna look through Harry's eyes, and I kind of just hold on to the rope a little bit tighter. Um, and I, I fly up, up to the top of the the wall. Um, okay. Do I see anybody? Anybody out? Like I'm looking for people, looking for someone that might be. Harrison, you're still screen sharing this whole thing. If Taylor Swift. Good point. Um, Thank you. I'm going to walk, I'm going to come back down the length of the rope and uh, hold on to Elianed and start walking towards the gate while, while she's looking right. through the So, Ned, um, you see through Harry's eyes just more woods on the other side. Um, as soon as you're over in the distance, you can see really tall mountain peaks, both to your left and to your right. But, um, other than that, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty foggy further out and just woods. Um, uh, Wash, as you near the gate, you do pick up, is your detect magic still on? Yeah, it's for 10 minutes. You, you pick up just a faint something coming from the gates, and at the same time as you notice that, they swing open. The hinges screeching uh, with age. They just kind of uh, swing enough for you all to easily pass through, and, and you get the sense that they had some basic spell that uh, lets them open. And the, you said the terrain is back to pretty much normal. So I, if I wanted to get on my horse, I could. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and mount my horse again and just go to go at a normal humanoid pace with them, um, just because I don't want to lose the horse or anything. And this way, I can actually. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna to toss the the uh, rope from the horse to 
wash and I'm going to continue to look through Harry's eyes as we go through the gate and kind of look Wait, through the but before we go through the gate I'm, I'm going to say this we've we've been warned of crossing into a land that we cannot return from this seems like a crossing And so you're saying there's no going back, or am I too far away to hear them? No, I, I, I think I, you're I pull, all up. There. I pull the rope in and drag you closer. I say, uh, mm -hmm. if if anyone has reservations, it, it may already be too late. But I think surely once we cross this threshold, it will be too late. Ned, can you try to fly Harry through the gate? and then try to fly him back out? Um, yeah, so I, I have, I'm still looking through Harry's eyes and I'm uh, communicating with him to control him. So have him fly back down to the base and fly through the gate and then fly back out. Yeah, you fly in, fly through these woods. Uh, the gates don't, don't move anymore they're just hanging open for you guys and uh you fly him back out um willie as you're kind of waiting there watching this undead um bird fly around arnaldo puts his hand on your shoulder and points behind you and you see that the fog bank is noticeably closer it's like 10 feet away from you guys right now guys i don't like this Seems our way lies forward. Wash steps through. All right. I follow through. As, uh, well, I mean, you're leading my horse, so yeah, I'm coming through. Arnaldo, Arnaldo uh, follows you too, Willie. You're the only one standing on the other side of this gate. Oh, man. Willie ain't going to be standing there alone. Oh, no. Guys, guys don't leave me. Right. Don't leave me. All right. On the other side is uh, more forest, towering trees, the tops lost in a heavy gray mist. It's getting uh, towards dusk right now. So um, there's no sunlight. And uh, the shadows are starting to form. But uh, not too far out from the gate, you hear those rusty hinges again, and the gate shuts behind you. The, looking back, the fog bank, uh, you can see, but it looks like, like, in fact, if you look at the gates, you saw that it's, you know, metal bars. Looking through, all you can see is fog bank. But uh, in here, the tree trunks seem unnaturally close to one another. The woods have this silence. Uh, wash, you, you feel like it's silence of a forgotten grave. And yet somehow, you know, being in tune with, uh, usually being in tune with, with nature around you, it, it exudes this feeling of an unvoiced scream. We still need to move. 
We must find this village. Oh yeah. Well, well, what village are we looking for, man? Like, think good, man. All right, you guys head head forward. Yeah. All right. You're you're moving into these woods, and um, about ten minutes in, like I said, the the light's fading. Um, about ten minutes in, from up ahead, you hear a clip clop, clip clop, clip clop of a horse that seems to be um, headed your way at a pretty good pace. You can't see it yet because of the fog, but um, you hear it before it gets to you. Guys, I, I think we should hide. Let's step off the road, hide as best as we can. All right, roll stealth check. 21. Fourteen. That one. <laughs> All right. Really? And uh, so, Wash and Ned, you guys are experienced uh, adventurers. You know how to get off the road quickly. And uh, you just say something about hiding. You jump off the road. Arnaldo's not far behind you. And Willie's just standing there like, what? And he, he does, like, come the direction that you went, but he's clearly standing with his back to the road, just staring off. And what you see behind him as uh, um, through the fog is a, uh, a horse and a rider, a dark shadow. And as it comes out of the, the fog ahead and, and you're uh, able to see it closer and, and closer, the horse is a complete skeleton and the rider also has no flesh is a complete skeleton and there's some tattered chain mail hanging on the rider there is uh some tattered um uh cloth from the uh, or on the war horse as well but it, it's going at a pretty good clip and very clearly um not gonna hit uh, Willie, but it's definitely going to pass him pretty close. Does that pass him with his back to them? Uh, I mean, if Willie doesn't move, yep. I step back out and use Divine Sense. Okay. So I, I'd like to know if it's a Celestial Fiend or Undead. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's clearly Undead. Okay. Both the horse and the rider. I'm I'm trying to put myself between Willie and the rider, but not not in any way hinder the rider if it's just going to go by. Okay. Um, yeah, and it as it continues on, it looks like it's just going to go by, and sure enough, um, doesn't even look like it's paying attention to you. Going by at a pretty good clip, not um, a full gallop, but a pretty heavy trot and uh, just passes by.
and you hear the again the mucky horse beats uh, disappear in the, the distance behind you on the road. We need to move. One one element I forgot to mention is that the rider in his right hand is holding up a lantern. Uh, the lantern itself is completely empty. Uh, there's there's no light coming out of it. Uh, you when you did your detect um, or your divine sense, you, you didn't pick up any extra from it. But this eyeless skeleton is holding up uh, an empty lantern as it rides through the the dusk here. Yeah, we need to move. All right. Um, about uh, 20 minutes later, as you're going through this, there's not a whole lot of movement or a whole lot of difference. Um, the road's pretty, pretty mundane, but you hear hoofbeats coming from behind you. I'm, I'm going to grab Willie a little bit and move off the road. I'm going to let him. Same thing. I'm going to use divine sense. And the exact same thing. This uh, you're you're watching for it. This skeletal rider this time is moving a little faster, and doesn't seem to be headed your way. Uh, it's going to pass right down the middle of the road. And if if you don't do anything, we'll just pass right by you. It seems like. I'm not doing anything, but I'll follow him once he's gone. All right. So he goes, as he goes by, uh, this time, uh, something falls off the horse. Something falls off the horse or him and lands uh, kind of in the some um, wet leaves next to the road. I'm going to go like over. some kind of dark cloth. I'm going to go over and look at it using my divine sense, but not touch it. Yeah, looking at it, it's some kind of dark cloth um it just looks like a piece of old clothing from you can't tell what it is without picking it up but it looks a little uh it looks very tattered very old but not desecrated or sanctified no you're not getting i mean any more than um something that had been hanging off a dead body for who knows how long but it's not it itself doesn't from that divine sense have any vibe uh willie's gonna take a closer look at it willie's gonna touch it try to get a better idea when when willie picks it up and holds it up it uh the you would all uh, best describe it as an executioner's hood dark black it's a little dirty but um you know it had it cover it would cover someone's shoulders and uh, go up over the head and have holes for the eyes and an opening for the mouth but just looks like a, a mundane piece of clothing. I'm just going to say, oh man, I don't like this. And he's going to drop it. Yeah. I'll I don't, pick it up. Um, suppose we just keep moving. I mean, just keep moving. Wash will pick it up and then we can. We can go. All right. You you just pick it up and put it in your pack or something. I'm going to put it on Romaldo's head. 
Yeah, yeah it's kind of on backwards. You know, the eye holes aren't really lined up with uh, his crow mask. And uh, because of the beak, it, it's a little crooked, but he, he doesn't seem to notice. I'm okay with it. Uh, are you guys still tied to the rope or now that you're out of the mist, or is that off? Um, the last description I heard still involved mist. So it's foggy, but the, the mist that Ned, uh, various of you saw kind of taken, taken shape and, uh, being much more like a wall of mist that is behind you now that stopped at the gate. So now it's, it feels, even though the wood feels oppressive, it, it, um, it just feels like a, a what you would call a regular evening fog. I think I think Wash would say uh, the the benefit of the rope uh, may outweigh its drawbacks if we end up fighting whatever that thing is. Let's let's untie. Um, and I I said I was last I heard I was still riding on my horse and. Mm -hmm. Wash was leading my horse, and I was looking through Harry's eyes. So I'm still doing that. I'm, I'm just going to roll up the rope from Elena and be coiling it as she's looking. <laughs> roll a perception check for uh, uh, Harry. Okay. At disadvantage. Is it dealing with sight and hearing? Uh, it is dealing with sight in the fog. So if he normally has advantage, roll it normal. Okay, yeah. Normally I have, I have keen sight, so it's advantage on perception. So just regular then? Yeah. Um, so do I... I use his, his stats, the Al's stats, right? So that's yeah. eight, 18. Right. So um, you are continue heading on. Um, you all start picking up on the scent of death in the air. All of you have smelled this very clearly before. And uh, Harry is able to see that there is a corpse about 15 feet off the road. Uh, up ahead, its feet kind of pointing, pointing towards the road. Looks uh, from your perspective, half buried in some underbrush. But uh, you, you all smell it, but Ned knows right the direction it's coming from. Okay. I'm going to, Wash is going to look back at Willie and see if his uh, smokestick is going again. Willie, do you got a smokestick going right now? Not at the moment. Willie hasn't lit up yet, but he's been seriously considering it. Do you guys smell a body? Do I? Yeah, you all do. And you all know what it is. Oh, God, man, this ain't right, man. Uh, Wash is going to start looking around, see if he can locate the body. 
Yeah. So the scent leads you uh, to this corpse half buried in some underbrush about 15 feet from the road. Um, and it looks to be a young man that um, wearing muddy clothes, they're torn, raked with claw marks from where you're standing. But uh, uh, there's been a few crows at the body. And looking around, there's a lot of paw prints. But the even though he's been dead for, you'd guess, a few days, uh, the body seems mostly intact. But um, he's kind of laying sprawled out, uh, face down. And in one hand, there's a crumpled, looks like a crumpled envelope. And in the other hand, there's an old rusty sword. Well, I'm going to check out the sword. Swords are cool. Yeah, it's say... a... So the sword itself is a rusty long sword. It, um, it looks, well, I, I don't know how, how, uh, how much Willie knows about long swords, but you guys, um, you know, wash, you notice it to be functional you know, poorer longsword, old. The rust is um, not going to impede its use, but it's uh, seen better days. I'll grab the envelope. All right. Uh, there is a large B, the letter B, set into its wax seal. The parchment is worn and flimsy, uh, but it's a, an envelope with something in it. I'm going to say, uh, Ned, we have need of your horse. If we are indeed to enter a city where we're strangers, it may uh, stand us in better footing if we can return the body of one of their messengers. Um, I, I was, I'm so hearing and seeing through Harry but I can talk through Ned so I say can you put the body behind behind me on the horse oh yeah I just throw I throw the dead body right at Ned <laughs> we'll just go take a few sets I'm like I don't I don't really do dead dead bodies you all hear uh, very clearly in the distance a uh, wolf howl well now now we have some bait if we need it, and uh, let's let's head off again. Um, hearing the wolf, the wolf howl, I'm going mm -hmm. to fly in that the direction that I hear the wolf howl. Uh, okay, are you still looking through Harry's eye? Yep. Yeah, as soon as you fly off in that direction, which would be uh, to your left, you all hear uh, another one uh, directly to your right not like within a quarter mile or anything like that, but off in that distance. And then shortly after you hear a wolf howl, uh, I'm moving you another. I'm, I'm leading the horse. All right. Um, you, uh, did you open that envelope or no? I did not. It's not okay. mine. Did you put the body on the horse? Yes. Okay. 
Um, so you, the smell off this thing is very, very right. Um, but uh, all right, did, so you guys. I did intentionally like lean it heavily against Ned. There's like, way more contact than there needs to be. So um, aided by that is, you know, it's been like, you, you don't know exactly how long, but uh, a few days. Um, at least, and the body's very stiff. It it, it kind of needs to have a hand on it, or it's going to slide off one way or another. It doesn't fold over the horse very easily. But uh, let's see. Wash, while you're moving ahead quickly, you swear you hear something up ahead go from left to right of the path. And uh, sure enough, you, Ned, see wolves moving across the road further ahead. And you hear, um, you don't hear howls super close to you, but you definitely see wolves here and there among the trees crossing the road and wash um, ahead. You, like I said, you see a shape dart across the road. Um, so as soon as Harry sees the owls, I'm going to have... Wait, there's owls too? <laughs> as soon as Harry sees the wolf, I'm going to have Ned get her, get the crossbow, crossbow readied with a silver bolt. Um, still staying on the horse. Um, but I've been making note of where I store them so I know out where the silvered ones are. Um, how many wolves do I see? Um, so you're just flying up there trying to spot the wolves? Yeah. Uh, you know, so you're, you're spotting them at onesies and twosies crossing the road. And, uh, how far ahead are you with your owl? About 50 feet, 50, 50 to 60 feet. Yeah. So they're further ahead than that. But uh, at first, you would spot two to three. Okay. And then uh, as you're counting, another half dozen. Okay. Um, I'm and then another half dozen. I'm telling Washington. And they just keep, they keep coming. And uh, you would guess as you're counting, you lose track around 50. Uh, Wash, there are way too many wolves to keep going forward. Do you, you detect zero behind us? Um, I'm going to have I'm going to have Harry just do like a, a perimeter search of how many are... Yeah. So if you're searching in this, this 50 feet or how far around perimeter? Yeah, 50 feet. Like 50 feet. You only uh, you hear some sounds here and there coming from different spots through the through the forest. At one point, you do hear one a uh, hundred feet ahead, just just not too far off the path. Um, let up a howl, but uh, th- it seems to be that the most the biggest group of them is crossing the road up ahead. They don't seem to notice you, or at least give pay any attention. And you, you don't see any any behind or around. It's not. It's also not constant. It's like, uh, um, you know, sometimes it'll be a, a group of five or six, and then 
you know, 30, 40 seconds when you don't, don't see any. And then sometimes there'll be a, a bigger group. Okay. Uh, a- after you, you lost track around 50, it actually starts to slow down a little bit. So it's like a, a wolf is crossing the road ahead of us, kind of? Yep. Okay. I voiced that to Wash and Willie and Arnando. All right, so I'm I'm gonna like we're we're all huddled up now. Mm-hmm. So is, it, is there? Does any? I I have no way of ensuring or defending our safety here. Do any Do any of you have a way to? I the only path I see is forward. I once worked with a, a creature who could burrow in the ground and uh, he, he, we, we created some sense of safety by digging and creating a, a burrow for ourselves at night. Is there anyone who has an ability to protect us? Man, I can, I, I, I can, I can dig if anyone has a shovel. Um, well, you know my capabilities very well. I mean, the best I can do is hide. I don't have a good way to protect us, though. It doesn't seem that the pack is moving toward us. They're just crossing a road ahead of us. So maybe if we just try to hide a little bit off to the side of the road and wait to see what they do. We could maybe w- wait for a moment and, and move forward. We we have 123 pounds of wolf bait riding beside you on the horse. It's true. Should we take the body off and put them on the opposite side of the road of us, and like hide on hide away from that? It it seems to me that we've been facing illusions this night, mm-hmm. this afternoon. Uh, there is a strong presence pushing to keep people from proceeding. I don't have any way to see through these wolves, but I have doubts that they're real. Should I attempt to do something with my owl? It's a good idea. It could at least uh, the the rider did not seem to be interested in us in any, in any way. Right. So I'm gonna. So as the pack is thinning out, I'm gonna find find a couple of wolves toward the end of the pack. Um, I'm just gonna swoop down 
and have Henry like go right in front of them and like swoop out, see if they react at all. While you're doing that, Wash is, uh, takes out a bottle of gin and uh, evidently starts drinking. Yeah, so um, Harry swoops down, and uh, you are trying intentionally to catch their eye, and you do notice that, um, uh, like, uh, a wolf crossing with a pair, and they're kind of trotting. They're dark, uh, dark fur, dark gray, even black, um, the one next to it sees Harry swoop down but looks over but doesn't doesn't do anything just kind of keeps going on its way they seem to be um, the pace that they're moving as Harry swoops down seems to be intent on getting someplace they're not just strolling okay and and there's enough time in between these wolves that you feel like if you're lucky, you could probably hurry through. I mean, Harry can see uh, on the other side. Um, there's even, um, while you're swooping down, are you in Harry's eyes when you're doing this? Yes. Still? Uh, as you're swooping down, you, you can see where it's almost like a, 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 an animal path. The track goes across the road. And so as, as Harry kind of swoops down and around, it seems like they kind of funnel through this spot and then move on. Um, and if you get lucky, you could probably get through without, because it's not a constant stream. You know, there are, there are definitely seconds and even minutes where nobody's crossing. You might be able to do it. Are we hearing a lot of wolf howling now? Uh, it's pretty constant, but it's kind of all around the woods. You, it's more up ahead than it is behind, but it's off to the left, off the right. Sometimes it's far, sometimes it's close. I cast speak with animals. I would like to know okay. what these wolves are saying. Um, and does that remind me, is that just a spell slot? Yeah. And is it... Um, Instant or a ritual? Uh, it's action. I can I can cast it as a ritual, um, but I don't think I'm going to take the time. Okay, you. How many spells did you cast so far? Two. Well, I, I cast I cast a bunch of minor illusions, but. Oh yeah, you. Um, yeah, you hear the wolves. Uh, the howls. I don't know if you've ever spoken with wolves before. It's, it's literally it's all the more time. of a it's more of like a, a sounding beacon, um, just uh, uh, reporting in. It, it it doesn't say a whole lot other than, "Hey, here I am." And but you can pick up from the tone, um, Marco. That they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like Marco Polo. The 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 tone you're getting. You start hearing nuance in the howl that you don't without the spell. And uh, the pack is, um, some of them sound bored as you hear howling. It, it's almost, uh, as you're listening, it sounds like a perimeter check. That, that they're uh, communicating and, uh, and talking with each other, but you're, you're not getting 
you know, picking up on a lot of chitter chatter as they're jumping by. Uh, like, hey, did you check out Roxanne's hide the other day? I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say, Elunid. I can talk with these wolves. They appear to be defending a perimeter. Uh, this seems seems like something they do all the time, uh, but they are distracted and uninterested. Please try to talk me out of saying something back to them. I really want to talk to these wolves. Um, what do you, what benefit would it be if you talk to them? Nature has always been a friend of mine. These, these are not senseless wild beasts unless they're under a spell. I, I, believe I could talk to them. I believe that I could be their friend. I have no ill will against these wolves. I don't want to fight them. Then I don't see the need to uh, talk you out of it, man. Go for it. I trust your judgment. With your life? With my life. That last howl you heard, by the way, clearly the wash. Uh, all you heard was, guess who's in heat now, boys? That freaked out several of my cats, by the way. <laughs> what? Wait, can you play it again? I don't think it came through on mine. Uh, I, I can't. It's uh, I have it set up random. Do you not hear the wolves? I can hear them like coming through. You guys. Like I got. Uh, you hear some, some music that you might call I don't know dark elf harpist. Yeah, I've got that with un, unsettling wind sounds. Wash wind. Wash is going to yell back. I don't know if my voice sounds wolfish or if the magic just makes the wolves understand what I'm saying. I would really like Wash to rear back in a wolf howl. Uh, but I'm just going to howl out. Wolfpack, who do you serve? All right. Um, sound like to me. What does that sound like to those around you? The, um, I, it doesn't. It doesn't say. It says I can talk with animals, but uh, I would. I would like it to be a wolf howl. It makes sense to me that yeah. I mean, it 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 sounds like a wolf howl. It it. I would guess much like an English person speaking Spanish or Chinese, like it doesn't sound like a native 
any person or a native, you know, uh, it has a human accent. But to these guys, it sounds definitely, and gal, excuse me, Ned, it's, it sounds definitely uh, like a wolf howl. Um, and as you do that, uh, there are kind of wolves that are, were crossing and their heads poke out of the trees on both sides and four kind of step out onto the road and just with their head down, kind of looking at you, um, start moving forward. And uh, again, dark, dark fur, uh, the one in front, all black and uh, its eyes kind of re reflected by uh, the little bit of light left and says, um, who are you? And what did you say to us? I'm going to um, drop to one knee. I'm going to say, brothers, we are no threat to you. Uh, we come in peace. We mean to return this dead boy to his family. I asked, do you serve the forest? The one on either uh, on the left side of it said, "Did you hear that? They're not a threat to us, Harry." <laughs> uh, do we look threatened to you right now? I hope not. Smells like fresh meat," says one in the back. And you, you clearly see them licking their lips, and the one in the front turns back and says, uh, not thrust it aside. Let the master decide. Who do you serve? The, uh, all except the dark black one in front, uh, kind of turn off to the side and jump into the woods. And the, uh, one in front says, uh, we serve the devil and you will too pretty soon and he just lets out a howl that uh, really clearly indicates hey guys I found something but he looks down at you glares and uh, runs off in the woods Willie yeah man I'm just going to howl back never mind didn't find anything my mistake Willie I'm sorry I, I do think we are going to hell <laughs> Man, what? I don't belong here, man. Like, I, man, I get it. Okay, I get it, man. So out of the direction of the woods that the wolves have been running, uh, five jump out, um, leading them is uh, a, a, a larger wolf than normal. Not, um, not like a different breed but definitely big. You can just tell from the way it walks that it um, is demanding respect of everything here. And uh, six more jump out from the other side that have been running by, but want to join in and see what's going on here and uh, roll for initiative. This is on you, Ned. 13. 13. Um, 
How do you determine initiative? Like the the modifier. Dexterity modifier. Uh, yeah, I thought so. That's weird. For some reason I wrote five on the sheet and it's definitely four, but twenty-three. Cheater. Cheater. All right, and Arnaldo is last Wait, of the So let's see, Wash, you said 13? 13. Ned, you said 23. Willie's 13. Uh, who has the highest deck between Willie and Wash? I'm plus one. I'm plus, I'm not plus four. Three. Wow. All right. Uh, Willie, you're going to go first before uh, Wash. I mean, not first, but. Um, does Harry act on your turn or how's that work? Oh, he rolls separate initiative, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, five. And that's just basically an owl stat? Yes. You, I've got the stat sheet here if you want to see it. No, it's fine. Um, all right. We're going to do a few of these. Okay. So, actually... Um, Nope, nope, nope. Sorry, grabbed the wrong wolf. Almost done. Nice. Um, As an aside, before before any combat starts, um, w- would Wash know anything about like an alpha wolf hierarchy? Roll a history. No, uh, animal handling check. That's my best stat. An eight. Um, uh, Wash feels like he should, but uh, with all these wolves staring him down, is um, a little a little thrown. Can't can't think on his feet. What? do enough with it um you you pick up just in the instance of these i mean you kind of assume because the bigger wolf was uh, kind of alerted but also um just the way everybody's following it and deferring to it that uh that the wolves are taking their calls from this one and ned you're up first there are seven wolves. Now, what I say? Nine wolves descending on your on your uh, location, and they're kind of spreading out as they come towards you. Um.
Okay. All right, I am going to Are you? Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to think of what I want to do. Um, I'm going to hold an attack with my crossbow. Okay. That Are I, you coming out of Harry's eyes? So that's, that's what I was also wondering about. Like, so it's supposed to be as an action, you can go into your owl's eyes until the end of the turn. So since we were in turn order and I was already in it, does it take an action to come out of it? No, I thought you just come out of it. Okay, so I'll come out of it and I'll hold hold an action and communicate with Harry and say, "Be alert, buddy. Um, I might need you here." But no one else can hear that except for Harry. So I'm holding okay. my holding my attack. Um, for a cue of um, if one of the wolves attacks. Attacks anybody? Any any of us, any of, any of my party. All right. Um, and are you on your horse or off? I'm still on my horse. Okay. Um, the wolves uh Come and uh, you can tell us three trot up that they're getting up to uh, parallel or in line with this uh, alpha wolf, but they are waiting as if uh, for a cue. Um, and uh, can I, have, I want I want to shoot the alpha if anybody attacks. Sorry, I didn't say who I wanted to shoot. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I thought you meant whoever attacks is who you're that's, that's shooting, but you're gonna you want to attack the alpha. Yeah, if anyone attacks. Okay, that's what I want to clarify. Sorry. All right, and then uh, on that note, I have the marching order as Wash, Ned Horse, Willie, Arnaldo. Is that um, seem accurate to everybody else? Right now, right now we're all circled up circled up yeah like we, we just all got together to talk about whether or not we should do anything with these wolves okay and nobody stopped me from talking to them so it in our circle are you on top of, or is ned on top of a horse or is ned next to the horse and the horse has a place in the circle yeah the the horse is northeast you're southwest I'm north northeast. Berdaldigio is south by southwest. That makes sense. Makes sense. All right. So um, the alpha just seems to snarl in your direction. You. Uh, Wash here, um, almost in a different accent than the other wolf you heard before. 
you hear him say, see what they got. And three wolves are going to lunge uh, your direction. And they are going to come. Let's see. The first one is going to come at you, Wash, and is going to, I'm guessing, an 11 misses. Yeah. Second one is going to come and uh, that is going to be lower than that for a miss. And then the third one is actually going to lunge uh, at the horse and will be a 23 to hit. Yeah, I mean, I don't have my horse. I don't have a horse stat block up, but I'm guessing. That yeah, I do. Dead. All right. Um, the horse is going to, how much health does a horse have? 13. Uh, let's see. I don't the horse is going to take just five piercing damage. The, um, the way that the, the, the wolf kind of gets up, it does get some teeth in it, but, um, is not able to get a huge, huge uh, crunch on it. But Willie, you are up next. Does my horse get an action too? Yes. I'll just let you do it at the same time as Owl. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, well, for... So for reference, since you're mounted, you get three things. Um, you have advantage on melee attack on something unmounted smaller than your mount. So that, that would count as a wolf. You can force the targeted attack to hit you if you want to take those five damage instead of the horse. Okay. And then um, it can knock you off. Okay. Do I have disadvantage on ranged weapons or anything? No. Okay. What What do you mean it can knock you off? Is it a saving uh, throw? I mean, if, yeah, there can be ways that you could get knocked off. But, um, Willie, you're up next. All right. So, one of the wolves has attacked us. Three. Have attacked, Three wolves have attacked us and they've taken bites out of us. Should I yeah. shoot my shot then for my? Yeah, oh. go ahead. Yeah, take take your shot. That's right. You have a reaction. Um, that is nine plus seven, I believe. Um, All right, so yeah, 16 to hit, and you're shooting with a silver crossbow bolt i am okay um that hit okay it does 1d8 plus it's eight piercing damage all right um this uh this bolt you get a shot off and uh it clearly hits 
the wolf doesn't even flinch. And uh, as right at the impact, it's just to the, what is this, uh, uh, right of his head from your perspective, um, there's a, just a brief flash of red um, where the wolf's shoulder is and the crossbow bolt uh, falls to the ground. And you don't, you don't think it took any damage. So Willie's turn, right? All right, Willie, you're up. All right, yeah, I am going to take a swing with this rusty sword that I've been finagling with. Okay. Um, take a swing at V1 that took a bite out of my good friend. All right. Do you have rule twenty? Uh, tell you. Nineteen. Uh, I don't have it on the same screen, so yeah, if you don't mind telling me, so is that nineteen okay. to hit? Yeah, nineteen to hit and five damage. All right. That uh, you. So you uh, take a swing with this rusty sword on the uh, wolf that had just bitten the horse, and definitely hit, and definitely take a good slice off of its uh, shoulder. I don't like this, guys. And is uh, that your turn? Yeah, that's my turn. All right, and then wash. So what? What wash saw was the arrow fired by Elianid pass through the Alpha, appearing to do no damage? Not through. Almost bouncing off. Almost deflected deflected um and i have two wolves attacking me yes i'm gonna take uh first great sword attack at the first one uh that's gonna be 20 to hit that's a hit going to be seven slashing damage all right um yeah you get a good a good hit to this wolf and uh just with one blow nearly knock it all the way to the ground you as you hit hear the whimper and uh um blood starts pouring quickly it's still on its feet but it was a hard hit i'm going to attack the other one. No, I'm going to attack the same one, I suppose. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 18 to hit. Let me check one thing. Um, so as you go to get your swing, you um, just the whole setting, this whole situation, you have felt off and uh you feel like you could get a good swing off but it's slower than you intended and uh you, you don't hit all 
Is that your turn? No, that is a bastardized intimidation of my turn. Um, but how, how far away is the alpha? Uh, the alpha is about 30 feet from you. I'm going to look at Willie, look at the horse, look at the alpha and sort of try to put without giving any of the wolves an attack, I'm just going to try to move myself into the place of most, most attacking. If I can, if I can defend Willie from the wolves a little bit, or if I can defend the horse from the wolves a little bit, I'll do that. But I'm not okay. really going yeah, so you're not, you're not trying to leave anybody's zone. You're just trying to actually get yourself more in front of them. If I can. Okay. Um, next, Arnaldo, who's been almost silent this whole time just kind of leaps up and uh, whips out this. I don't know if, if uh, you've even noticed mu it much, except you've seen this blade sticking up out of his pack, but it's uh, a, a three foot half with almost as long of a blade on the end. And he takes a swing um, shortly after you, um, Ned, let me find, sorry, I'm going to, flip over to his stats. He takes a swing at that one that you wash. Hit. Come on. And uh, is going to definitely hit. And um, will that'll kill it. So the one that you had wounded, he just fouls up and does a, um, a real quick slice with this. Um, it's called an Yikawa. Has he described that before? Um but uh, that takes out that wolf. And then as he does this, he just uh, takes his hand and with an unarmed strike will also do a pretty good um, blow to this guy, and the other one that you had tried on your second attack. And that is going to be uh, seven damage. So he kills one and does a good seven damage to the other that um, still... Still standing, but looking pretty hurt. And uh, it's now the owl and the horse's turn. You're muted. Who's muted? The guy with oh, oh, uh, the owl. Button. The, I think you guys didn't hear my, my sweet to... monk moves. He was mute and not deafened. You unmuted yourself and then muted yourself again. It's so crazy that you're playing as that character. It's like you have his character sheet. You would think. That's the first time I've ever done a monk move. I, I killed something. I'm pretty, pretty impressed by myself. Hey, stop being excited about this combat. You're the DM. Show some I'm not neutral. I'm not neutral in this. Um, so it's my it's my owl's turn now? It has been and your owl's turn for like 50 seconds. Owl is going to swoop down and pick up the silver crossbow bolt. 
All right, roll a dexterity check for the owl. Okay. Let me... Does that not incur an attack of opportunity from the alpha on the owl? So the one of the owl's things is it does not get that. Can do a flyby. Natural one. All right. The owl, uh, you guys um, watch as it squishes down, attempting to get its talons out and pick up this crossbow bow and just run boat smack into the side of this uh, alpha and uh, kind of bounce back and land on the ground. And the owl's grounded at the moment. The alpha doesn't even flinch. It seems, it seems like this is a lesser, a lesser creature that it has no interest in. So, but uh, for the moment, Harry's on the ground. And now it's the horse. The horse is just gonna is gonna use his hooves action and attack, okay. attack one of the wolves that's next to me. All right. That's an eight to hit. It lashes out with his hooves, but does nothing. I need to use a different detail. and and at that, um, three more wolves are gonna circle in. And uh, the first one is swinging at Arnaldo with a uh, 17, uh, no, 16 to hit. What's Arnaldo? What's Arnaldo? That is going to hit Arnaldo and will do damage. I need to switch the digital dice. It's a lot easier. Uh, we'll do six damage. To Armando. All right. Um, another one will swoop in, and this time you feel like when they're clumped up, they get advantage with some pack tactics, and the other two both also hit Arnaldo, dealing uh, seven and. So um, Arnaldo's looking pretty hurt. And uh, now it's back to Ned. So it's back to Ned. So Ned, you have um, five live wolves around you, three wolves behind the alpha and an alpha. Um, one of the wolves that I am in melee with Am I unmuted? No, yeah, I can hear you. Okay. What was your question? Or was it a question or a statement? I was gonna make I was gonna say what I was gonna do. I'm going to get out my rapier. And I'm going to um just one of the wolves around me with booming blade as well. Like so is a cantrip? Yes. You said get advantage on melee attacks? Yes. Yep, while you're on the horse. That is uh, 19 plus 7 to hit. 16 to hit. 27, 26. Yeah. That yeah. hits the, uh, the wolf that had attacked the horse originally. Dang right. Um, so I get 
my sneak attack bonus with that because I had advantage. Hoofed. Uh, for your sneak attack, roll 2d6. Jonathan. Sorry, now Jediah's crying. Both you and your baby seem ticked off that somehow you got a really sweet strike, but it didn't seem to do as much damage as you thought it was going to do. Um, okay. Do I... Am I at fifth level with the booming blade? You are not, strangely. Okay. You feel like your your damage is muted. Just uh, like your microphone sometimes. Deal 14 damage, and if the wolf moves, it takes another D8. All right. It moves straight to the ground as you slaughter this thing from the horse. You, you're, you're both um, pretty impressed that you were able to get it, but somehow felt held back. Is that your turn? All right. Um, the other three wolves leap into action and will attack at the horse. Um, that is going to be a hit. And uh, let's see, the horse takes four damage. Second one uh, is also going to attack the horse and will bring it down. And so um, roll a dexterity check, Ned. Rolling for Ned, natural one. You rolled for. Did you really roll a natural one? I, I did. I, he's muted, but he's over there, like talking into the phone, like he's saying something. I'm guessing he's talking to someone else. He was giving attention to someone who was crying. Maybe if we start crying, we'll get his attention. So, okay, wait. You're going to make it worse. All right. Um, Ned falls off the horse and uh, is now prone. Um, while prone, a uh, wolf will attack and is going to Ned. I'm guessing that, why can't I see these things? Um, keep it moving. I'm guessing that, well, let me ask. The 16 hit Ned. Ned, can, can you hear us? The 16, the 16 hit? No, that's fine. I'll pull up. Uh, I have it somewhere. Rolling for armor class? No. Ned has an AC of 18. Nice. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> I like how he unmuted and then you said, nah, he's got an 18 and he remuted. <laughs> like, I'm not going to argue with that. Oh, are you serious? I downloaded. Watch. It's too late. I rolled for Ned's AC. It's 18. All right. We'll say that it misses. All right. Um, then next up, the alpha wolf uh, is just pacing back and forth in front of you and uh, says, come on, boys. See what they've got. 
And uh, let's see, that one's dead. That one's dead. Uh, that one's going to attack Wash for 18 to hit. 18 hits. And we'll do um, seven damage to Wash. Um, and uh, Willie, you're up next. Reduced to three. Uh, reduced to three because I'm raging. Willie, you're up next. Yeah, I should figure out what the consequences of exhaustion are. Just to make sure I haven't been ignoring them. Uh, it, one level is just ability checks, not uh, combat. Okay, cool. Not attack. Not attack. Um, or saving girls. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. All right. All right. Yeah. Um. Right. Willie's realizing he's in a fight now. His uh his fighting senses are taken over. He he pulls up his sword and he goes and you know attacks one of the other wolves. But so far he's only attacking the ones that have attacked the party and uh and the horse. And he does a nice flurry to impress the wolves. It's like a a a, a round slash. Yeah, I'm assuming an eight doesn't hit not gonna hit okay an eight does not hit and it does not do nine damage okay and wash uh is that your turn willie mm -hmm. okay wash you're up you have two dead wolves at your feet and one two three four uh seven others around the group seven of those, you could easily hit four without um, kind of circling around the other side of the horse, which so is on the ground now. Four would take attacks of opportunity on me if I move. Where are you trying to move? To the alpha. Uh, yes, four would get attack of opportunity. All right. I, I just attack one of the random ones in front of me. Can I, can I do an insight check on my DM? Like, how, how what are you trying to tell? How how committed are you to real real world wolf pack tactics? I rolled an eleven. I don't I don't think I know anything. All right. <laughs> That, that was Ben rolling against Harrison. Ni neither of our real characters. I'm just going to attack one of the ones that's in front of me. Oh, God. Nine, 19 plus 5, 24 to hit. Yep. Yep, it's going to hit. And uh, are you attacking? There's, there's several in front of you. Uh, probably should have asked you this before. Are you attacking one that's wounded or one that's not? One that's not. Because okay. that, that's going to be 11 slash... Wait. That's going to be 13 slashing damage. Yeah, you just take it out. 
Um, you, you literally slice down and chop its head off. It roll, rolls to the ground. And uh, it's kind of wolf eyes look up at you as like a whoop as it rolls off. Which only you understand because no one else speaks wolf at the moment. And I'm... Ooh, wait a minute. I, I took seven damage. Constitution. Oh, God. Natural 20 for my constitution saving throw to maintain speak with animals, the most important role of my game. But yeah, I, I say out Useful. specifically to the alpha, um, call, call off your wolves. We, we have no quarrel with you. We, we do not want to harm wolves. And then I'm going to attack the next wolf. I'm going to use as my... you as you say that, and you go to swing. Um, you have very clearly in mind what you're going to do, but you're too slow and you don't get it off. Okay. But you do you do say that to the alpha. And um, were you gonna were you gonna move at all? I can't. I'm. I get trigger 35 attacks on me if I move. All right. I'll know our that other guy uh, is going to attack one of the wounded wolves and does a natural 20. He does a natural 20 with this uh, speary thing and just takes it out. Um, Spears it right in the face and it goes down. He will, um, you know what the heck spend one of these key point thingies because who cares and uh with an elbow and a palm uh try to take out and both of those are really clear myth it's really cool because it's fast but he like stabs this one in the face and just does a ton of damage and knocks it down and then with this uh stick like tries to elbow one and smash another and it's he's just cl- clearly in the air and that's uh, the owl's turn if uh, if uh, Brock is around. Another attempt at getting up to crossbow bolt. All right, roll dexterity check. Uh, eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Everything going? Everything all right over there? Ella left me with a poopy diaper and a hungry baby. And gave me two seconds warning. Go upstairs. So, yeah, you uh, Harry gets the crossbow bolt. Is he just flying off with it? Yep. Okay. And uh, the horse is just uh, in its own blood, and the wolves are going to town on it. Um, you, by the way, are prone. I don't know if you heard that. I didn't. Uh, and. Uh, Speaking of, uh, one of the wolves is going to take a swing at you and does, or swing at you with their teeth. The 17 hit, uh, Ned? No, armor class is 18. Ned, does 17 hit? 16. Yeah, yeah, 17 hits. All right. Uh, Ned, you're going to have uh, eight damage from this wolf. And Ned, you you feel in particular, like when this wolf bites into you, um, you feel more hurt than than, uh, you thought you would. 
um, and blood is just oozing out. And then uh, you get an, another wolf attacks you for a measly 13 dumb wolf and uh, does nothing. Another one's going to bite at Arnaldo and we'll get a 17, which is a hit off Arnaldo. And we'll do... I just rolled a natural uh, 20 for Vimbraldo's armor class. Uh, he goes down. Oh. These two wolves are on, or this wolf is on him, and he goes down, and then Ned, you are up. I'm up. Yes, you're up. Do you want me to roll for you? Or someone else? Yeah. Uh, same, same attack as last time. Okay, does anybody remember what he did last time? I think he stabbed himself in the foot. Uh, Rip here. He instantly oh, yeah, killed yeah. the alpha. Oh, Boomy. booming glade cantrip. All right. So somebody, he's, oh, are you going to stand up? No, of course he's going to attack from the ground. I mean, I'm just checking. It's the last thing I expect. He can get the underbelly. Uh, he said he's going for the alpha. And is booming blade a melee? So you're going to run towards the alpha, leaving the wolves around you with their opportunity attack? Disengage. Bonus action, disengage. Does, does bonus action, disengage count for all of them? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Somebody roll for Booming Blade on the alpha. Dominic, I'm I'm gonna privately message you to tell you to roll your own, and then whoever gets higher will report. I can see his his rolls, you know. One d twenty plus seven gave me an eight. And okay, thirteen. If you want to just give me access to his character sheet, I can do those rolls from there. Uh, I don't think he has his actual. I don't. Not everybody put their character fully in. That's I can cool. look. Okay, and yeah, no, I just saw he did the rapier attack from there. Which one of them? Oh, is yeah. Yeah, his is in there. Okay, um, but uh, either way, um, yeah, Ned just run, just get you know gets gets away from these wolves, runs straight up to the alpha and takes a swing and the alpha is almost not even looking and just dodges. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a clear miss. And um, Ned's going to end his turn, her turn there. And the wolves, let's see what wolves uh, are we dealing with here uh, are going to take a bite at Willie and will not. Well, I'm guessing a 13 doesn't hit Willie. One too low. All right. Another one is going to attack at Wash for a 22. Oh. Screw you. And we'll deal seven damage to Wash. Wash, you, you too feel um, more hurt than you, than you thought you would from these wolves. Uh, the alpha wolf um looking at you ned is actually uh going to step back 
um, as if trying to get a better view of what's going on, uh, just totally disregarding you. And so um, you miss with booming blades, so the, the, the cantrip doesn't go off, but you do get an attack of opportunity. So go ahead and take a swing there. 24. Yeah, you hit with your rapier. Uh, six. Okay. Um, just like before, there's uh, on the point of impact where you know, like the, the, the beast doesn't get away, but there's this just bright flash of red energy and uh, it just bounces right off and uh, doesn't, doesn't seem to do anything. And it's, it's completely ignoring you, just watching. And uh, says in Wolf Wash, come on, is that all you've got? And uh, that section of wolves are dead. So the next up is Willie. The wolves are pretty beat up. Um, there are a couple uninjured. There are one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry. There are five left, and all of the ones that are left are uninjured at the moment, other than the alpha. Uh, I'm going to attack the one that tried to attack me. Okay. One and one. That hits. For two damage. Is this is this uh, Willie's first blood? Can't remember. No, this is my second hit. I I uh, trim one of his toenails, but I trim it close enough that I hit the quick. Oh, uh, that's the worst. Yeah. He's yelping, like kind bleeding. Of, it's like lifting his paw up, and there's just a nonstop stream of blood uh, oh, coming out of there. Um. All right. And is there anyone knocked prone? It sounded like our, our, our Vondo might have been. He is uh, unconscious, down uh, for the count. Uh, he's unconscious. Okay. Uh, we're, we're just going to try to like back over to him and like try to protect him. Yeah, he's he's right. I mean, you're all in a in a little circle there, so he's right next to the horse. You're able to um, kind of get in front of him. I hope he and doesn't. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I, I said everybody would have backup characters, though. So. Uh, Wash, you're up. How many, how many wolves are around me? Um, two. I am going to uh, pull from my belt some of my powdered silver and stone, and I'm going to cast them into the air and the moon, as we see it, grows brighter and casts down a beam, a moonbeam upon the alpha wolf a bright right, light as you, surrounds him as you, as you go to cast this um, what level spell is it? Point five. Um, let me check something real quickly level two 
Yeah, yeah. As you go to cast this um, and, you know, th throw your your silver, um, you know you're doing it right. The, the, the words, um, you know, this isn't the first time you've cast it, but nothing happens. God damn you, Harrison. It, it just, just, uh, you, you say the words, but they have no power behind them. Okay. All right. Arnaldo is going to do a death saving throw and will fail. So just make a note of that. I'd like to take my second uh, attack to attack Brimgaldo. gonna kill him. <clears throat> uh, and the owl is uh, flying with its crossbow bolt. Is it gonna do anything, Ned? Um, yes. He's going to fly down and land on the alpha wolf. Okay. Uh, the alpha wolf is uh, rolled a natural 20 in its dexterity check and uh, is able to duck and all the flies right by, but does not provoke an opportunity attack. The owl, the owl is like literally going to land out, like just try to land on him. So he, like, right, he, he's not like doing a fly by his head and land on him. He, he dodged it. Okay. And uh, let's see, three more wolves. Uh, these, not more wolves, but three wolves are going to take their swing. And then, Ned, you're up on deck uh, if you can. Um, that is a 24 to hit Willie. 24 will do it. Where's, where'd my damage go? And, Willie, you're going to take seven damage. from a wolf. Uh, another one is going to bite at you, Willie, for 23. Man, I'm wasting all my good rolls uh, for nine damage. And uh, another one is going to bite at Ned for a 17. Why can't I remember Ned's armor class? It's 17 hits? Hits. Okay. And Ned, um, again, just feeling um, pretty bad, Ned. You are feeling very hurt right now. And uh, you are up, if you can. You're standing, um, standing on the road. The alpha left you. So do you want us to come back to you? We can skip your turn and come back. All right. Um, so it's actually up to some wolves now. We're gonna swing it or swing. They're gonna bite at Wash. You know, uncanny dodge and attack. What's that? Uncanny dodge on the last hit, having the damage. Uh, you try to dodge, and you're just not fast enough for the for the wolves. Um, but because ooh, that's right. Um, 
Willie, you get an attack of opportunity as one of them left this group to run over and, uh, and wash. Uh, you would also get an attack of opportunity. So swing at this wolf that heads over toward Ned. Natural Direct. fucking 20. All right. Willie, what'd you roll? I rolled the 12. Okay, Willie, you, you're not quite fast enough. But roll your damage and see if we have to retcon uh, this wolf not even getting a bite on Ned. I roll damage? No, 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 no. Uh, wash. 26 damage. Yeah, the wolf had seven health left. So it goes to run off and you just pound it to the dirt. And uh, Ned doesn't even need to uncanny dodge because Ned's, Ned didn't get hit. So, um, all right. So now we have other wolves up. Uh, and one wolf took a bite at Wash for 16 to hit. Wash leans into it and smiles in his face. Uh, the next one bites at that face for um, 22 to hit. Wash leans in and smiles again. And this one does nine damage. Halved. For why? Because I'm raging still. Uh, you're going to get me with that at some point. I'm not going to be paying attention. And uh, the alpha wolf, um, you swear you see a sneer, but he's just pacing, just watching. And those wolves are dead, and Willie is up. How many wolves are left alive now? Like a hundred, dude. Uh, a quick count, Willie sees three plus the wait, four plus the alpha. Four plus the alpha, Okay. Oh, Willie is a bit concerned. Three of them around you. One of them is over by Ned. Okay. Or no, one of them, that one died. Never mind, sorry. I was going to put another hand in his rusty long sword and start swinging with, uh, with two hands. Five. It's, uh, it, it feels good to be swinging a sword again. Um, but Willie's, Willie's uh, training did not have a lot of two-handed swinging it was mostly one-handed and uh he, he's almost as rusty as the sword and just doesn't get a, a good swing club. doesn't doesn't get a hit and wash you're up i'm good now if you want me to go now whenever ned you can go um the wolf that tried to attack you, 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 you saw it coming right at you and you knew that you were dead meat and uh, Wash just took an opportunity attack and pinned it to the ground. So you did not end up taking, I think it was seven damage. Okay. Um, so am I, I'm going now? Yes. Yep. Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to run up and like, do a melee spell attack with inflict wounds on the alpha. Okay. Um, any chance I get flanking with uh, my owl? Uh, you do not. 
But is my owl's in melee range? Uh, I mean, it's next. Yeah, it's not too far from the alpha, but no, you, you're not going to get flanking from it. Okay, that is... It, the alpha's cl- clearly watching you all. What's that? The alpha's clearly watching you all. It, it, it sees you. There's, There would be no flanking. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Change. Um, 15 plus my charisma. So 19 to hit. That hits. Um, I'm sorry, what were you casting? Inflict wounds. Uh, so are you running over and touching it? Is this a touch spell? Yep. Okay. And, and uh, so that, you, yeah, you're, you're able to go over there and you reach out and grab it. And... <laughs> Since it was a melee spell attack, do I get sneak attack with that? Because of my owl being within being within melee? Uh, no, not with inflict wounds. Right? Um, make a I... melee spell attack. Oh, it's a melee spell attack. Uh... I, yeah, we, we looked at this before, didn't we? And we I think we determined if you hit with an attack, do you have... Uh, I mean, I'm not going to call the owl uh, an ally in, in range for sneak attack. Oh. That would be too easy to get every... So, so on that note, I looked up sneak attack since I kept being told that none of the other people fighting what I was fighting consider me an ally. And the actual rule is another enemy of the thing you're fighting. What? Yeah. Makes more sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Another enemy of the thing you're fighting? Yeah. Uh, or, oh, yeah, oh, no, I, yeah, yeah, I, I see what you're saying there. Uh, but I, I wouldn't count the familiar in this case. Especially no. since it's on the other side of the uh, alpha, but uh, so you uh, you do get the spell hits um, with your touch. The you don't get the sneak attack bonus. All right, Dan. That deals. Oh, that's such a terrible roll. That deals nine necrotic damage. All right. What do you roll for that? Three d tens. Um, nine necrotic, huh? Yeah, so this time you don't see any flash of red, um, but you get the sense that um, it still didn't deal as much damage as you were as you were hoping. And the, the wolf doesn't even flinch, doesn't even, uh, you, you do do damage to it, which is the first time you've noticed yourself doing damage but not that much, and the wolf just, you know, shrugs it off. And Wash, you're up. Well, do you, I'm sorry, wait. Um, you, Guy, Ned, uh, do you want to move anymore? You still have movement away from the alpha. No, I'm going to stay within melee range of the alpha. Okay. Now it's uh, you, Ned. 
All right, wash. Wash pops out one of his javelins from his harness on his back. He's going to throw it at the alpha. Okay. Roll your attack. Does this uh, javelin have any special stuff on it? Um, it currently doesn't, but also, okay. as we know, it wouldn't matter. Um, it's going to be a 15 to hit. Misses. Uh, goes wide. Can I use ins- my inspiration right now? Sure. Still misses. Just throwing up a javelin. All right, is that your turn? Uh, yeah. Oh, he's he's gonna make an attack at somebody else, but it fails. Second attack. True story. All right, uh, Arnaldo does a death save and passes. Way to go, Arnaldo. Uh, and the owl is up. Ned? Um, so the owl will just, I guess, fly up and bring me my crossbow bolt and fly out. Okay. Yeah, you, uh, it, Kind of swoops in. You reach up and uh, grab it, and then it just flies off. Kind of weighs away. Yep. Like All right. Yeah, it's got fifty feet of flight. Um, wolves start attacking. Let's see. We are going to uh, tag wash for twenty-one to hit, okay. and. We'll do eight damage. Wash, you feel eight damage. And like I said, you're you're feeling really bad right now. Worse than worse than normal. Um, uh, another one is going to take a swing at Willie, and will miss. I keep saying take a swing with their teeth. But Ned, uh, I should have warned you. You are, um, you are up. Yeah. So, hmm. I'm gonna bonus action disengage from the alpha. Okay. And attack the wolf that just hit Willie. Missed Willie. Missed Willie with a rapier attack. Okay. 17 to hit. That hit. And I get sneak attack because his Willie's within range, right? You do. 2d6. That's five, seven damage. All right. Yeah, you get a good stab into this wolf. And it kind of howls as you get right in behind the shoulder blade. You think you did some pretty good damage. Is that it? Okay. Um, at this point, 
from up in the trail where uh, you guys had seen these wolves crossing in the first place. Uh, eight more wolves come, come running out of the woods, uh, some from both sides. And uh, wash in your, you, you can't catch a real distinct words because they're all like, uh, uh, all talking at once. Like, hey, what's, what's going on here? This looks like fun. I smell blood. Um, they uh, start running towards you, but the alpha um, actually snaps and says, um, enough. Uh, enough. He's, uh, We've seen enough. And uh, he actually will turn and not running, but um, calling, I mean, uh, calling to the others, uh, we'll just turn and start walking uh, at a, you'd say a medium gate back towards the woods. And uh, those wolves are dead. And so Willie, you are up. The there are still one, two, three, four wolves on you guys, but the alpha has started walking away. Do the four that are on us look like they're going to walk away too, or uh, you can't tell? Uh, Willie is going to uh, hold his turn, seeing that the alpha is walking away. Are you readying anything or are you just going to hold? Yeah, I'm readying to react attack if one of the wolves takes a swipe at me. Okay, wash. How far away is the alpha from me? So he was off on the side of the road uh, and is kind of now doing a circle back towards um, this trail where the others were, but he's staying within, he's still within a 30 foot kind of diameter. Or radius. Radius. Diameter. How many wolves are near me? I got two on me. Four total. Two on you, but four kind of in the in the circling zone that you could hit. Second, second javelin at the alpha. At the uh, at the alpha. Okay. Thirteen. All right. Yeah, that that also uh, goes over him. And uh, is that your turn? Evidently. All right, uh, Arnaldo going to do a death saving throw and it's going to fail. That's two fails, one pass. And uh, the wolves kind of snarling low around you will uh, kind of turn towards the alpha and uh, eyeing you start start backing up. Um, going to disengage and uh, start heading his way kind of 
half half looking back, um, you know, eyeing eyeing their dead comrades. And uh, but yeah, all all four that were around you are going to head that way. And um, Ned, you are up. You were you were um, standing off to the side of the road when the Alpha disengaged from you and started heading around. So you're, you know, 15 feet to the side of where these guys are, but back at an angle from all these wolves. I'm going to do something silly. Let's get silly. I'm going to cast Tasha's hideous laughter on the alpha. Okay. Hey, punk! You 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 think you are uh, you're better than me? It's my job. <laughs> uh, is that it, or is there a punchline? <laughs> what? Is it, was there a punchline, or is that it? That's it. Uh, wisdom saving throw. Okay, and what's your DC? Um, thirteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem to have an effect. He just uh, brushes it off. Does does look back at you, and will say as the other wolves are passing. Uh, it kind of pauses when you do that. And says, uh, what? Why, why are you pointing at me? Because when the, when the wolf pauses, <coughs> Wash succumbs to Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> um, <laughs> pauses. <laughs> He will uh, stop as the other wolves pass him and uh, just look back at you and say, welcome to Barovia. Uh, doesn't seem like you'll last very long here. And you swear you see a smile as he uh, walks off in the woods. And the other wolves, the, the ones that just arrived are the last ones to go. They're like, ah, oh. they're looking at the, the dead horse and uh, monk on the ground and seem really reluctant to leave but um eventually they hear a call from further in the woods and one lets out a big howl and then uh runs off into the woods and you guys are standing there with a dead horse and a monk in the ground turn and try to uh give some medical aid to the dead monk okay let's go come on man He's gonna try to do some some chest compressions. Say, hey, I want you to live. And uh he's gonna cast healing word. He's gonna say, aren't you? Right. Come on. <laughs> Two more than chest compressions. And I say, can one of you guys try to try to help my help my horse? I was gonna say Wash looks at Dribaldo. And looks at the horse, and does Wash feel like laying on hands could 
help the horse? No. Wash is looking at the horse and it's bled out. But uh, how much did, um, as Willie's doing these chest compressions and like, come on, man, uh, don't die on me. Uh, how much does, all right. Uh, yeah. He comes back alive and, um, sputtering blood, but, uh, Arnaldo's up. Well, give him and, a big uh, old hug. I'm so glad you're not dead, my brother. I'm so glad you're not dead. And uh, it's now getting close to dark. And you guys are once again on the road and you, you don't hear anymore. You hear howls off in the distance uh, then now and again, but they seem a ways away now and seem to be moving away. Um, I'm going to go just lay down next to my horse real quick and just be there with him. And mourn the loss of the gold. Thinking, is there, you know, any, is there anything I could have done differently? Could I have taken you've known this horse for so long, and the, its name just is, you're, you're so choked up, you can't even get its name out. If, if my baby hadn't been crying, could I have taken damage for him? <laughs> that's, what, that's what Ned's thinking to herself. Could I? Could I have done more? Could I have sacrificed myself? Ned I... remembers the the blood on the on the wolf's face um, as he got some good good gobbled bits of this uh, guy. And the, the dead guy, by the way, is still like under the horse. Um, and then I cut off one of the, the hooves, and I and I just told I'm I'm, I'm holding on to it. Uh, roll a survival check. Uh, nine plus not much. Survival. Is this with your rapier? Yeah, I'll say yeah with my rapier. You um, yeah, you're hacking at it, but you're you're having trouble disconnecting this. This hook seems fairly well attached to a horse. And like at this point, I'm just like sobbing. I'm like, "Wash, wash!" You just, you, just... you guys see Ned lie in the muck and blood with um, how many actually? One, two, three, four, five, six dead wolves around you. A big horse, a dead corpse, uh, and as Arnaldo's like just brushing this muck off of him, Ned also gets up and just starts hacking at this horse leg. Get <laughs> this rapier. Wash is going to say, Ned, I know exactly what you want, and start pulling out the horse's teeth. <laughs> Roll a survival check. Does Ned have any, or does Wash have any, like, tools as, like, a dagger? Uh, I mean, Ned has, or Wash has a dagger, but Wash is using the great sword to cut away the teeth. Okay. S- that's going to be a six. Yeah, it, Willie, you're not really sure what's going on, but these guys are mutilating the dead horse really badly. Wash also would like to try to get some wolf teeth. Okay. So, uh, 
after he's done abusing the, the horse corpse. Uh, 16? Yeah, the wolf's mouths are not as big, and uh, with a good smash, it's not surgical, but you're able to smash them enough that uh, you, you get a solid uh, two wolf's teeth out of it. I, out of six dead wolves? <laughs> two? Well, you're going to take some more time? It's getting oh, it's starting to get dark. Yeah, I mean, what, what are we going to do? We're in the middle of the woods, and we've fought the wolves. It's the middle of the night. It's not the middle of the night. It's it's starting to get dark. And uh, based on the amount of time that the guy told you, you think you are less than an hour away from the village. Based on what he told you, if that's true. He didn't, he, he didn't mention a giant gate, so I think oh. he's lying to us. While Wash is smashing out dead animal teeth, uh, Willie would like to do a quick forage. All right, roll a survival check. A disadvantage because it's dark and foggy. 21. All right. Um, yeah. Willie's just, he's good at being out in the woods. He has a nose for this kind of thing. These animals, or these uh, plants, don't quite look like what he's used to. But um, he's He's able to find some stuff. Uh, let's see what. Thirty second. Things are loading. Please don't break my computer. Yeah. Now I rolled a twenty-one and a twenty-seven on that. All right, here we go. Um, okay. Yeah, Willie finds some little mushrooms. Different mushrooms. They are different mushrooms than before. Okay. But uh, just a couple. The two? All right, what are you guys doing? Um, I'm going to continue hacking at this leg until I get the hoof off. Okay. Like, Ned is just hacking at this foot. Wash assists with a 17 to hit. Just it, it's not clean at the hoof, but like you get a solid, what is that, six inches? So you get the hoof and like a, a good chunk of leg on the end of it that's just all mutilated and, and uh, meaty. And then yeah. I, I say that that's, that's fucking sick, bro. And then I put my teeth in my pocket and walk away. Yeah, we need to get out of here. We need to get back. We need to get somewhere safe before nightfall. Everyone keeps saying, don't be in Barovia at night. We're at night. Night, night has fallen, son. Let's get out of here. I, we need to we need to get under a roof. Um, before Before we leave, I'm Wash is going to try to do a more thorough search of this dead young man's body. Yeah, um, it's very, it's a, um, a commoner, you would say. There's nothing really in his pockets. Um, 
you find an old rusty, like almost like a pen knife, not really even a dagger. Um, but other than the letter and the long sword, he didn't seem to have, and then that old dagger that you don't think is worth much. Um, he, he seems either picked over or pretty poor. Um, can you, what, Wash wants to know whether or not cutting off this person's face and bringing, bringing it back to their family would be uh, highly offensive or giving them closure. Can you get- uh, Wash is pretty, pretty sure that in the places he's been, it would be offensive. He, okay. he doesn't know. He's not met anybody in Barovia yet, other than some wolves. Wash, Wash tries to take enough of a visual description of the body that he could tell somebody okay. who found it. It's, it's pretty matted and um, bloated and dead. Uh, it had been bloated and now it's not as bloated. But... Um, I mean, the dude has quite a stash. Wash wouldn't say this, but Ben would say, you know, kind of like Mario. The very Mario stash. Okay. Pretty distinct. All right. Yeah, let's let's get get the balls out of here. All right. So you guys uh, head out. Are you um, going at double pace or regular pace or what's going on? I'm going double. It's going to be triple pace. Okay. Um, So, as you head down the road, um, not too long after this, you actually come out of the woods into a small valley. And um, you see off in the distance to your left, there's actually a river that is, uh, it's a pretty big clearing. There are some low stone hedges here and there out in this, uh, not clearing, but um, the, the little valley uh, that in the dark, it's hard to see exactly, but they almost look like the shape that could be in, in little farm plots or farm fields. Um, but the river seems to uh, be flowing uh, a deep black, uh, and it's maybe a quarter mile away from you. But uh, yeah, you're entering this um, zone. And as you keep walking, you actually, Willie, you smell what smells like wood fires, which just smells like burning wood. Uh, someone's burning something near here. And it's not me this time. You just said the phrase low stone hedges. Wash wants to know what that means. So um, are you going to leave the road and go over and look at this thing? Or you no, just want me to... I don't understand how those, those three words in, in a row mean something. Okay, so out in the field, um, not super close to the road, there are basically what you call boundaries. 
and um, it's not pitch black. Um, it's still, you know, the sun is definitely down below the horizon, but um, these boundaries are a combination of rocks, stones on top of each other, and weeds, plants, bushes. Um, I mean, they're low enough that you could easily climb over, if not actually just step over. Um, but the fog seems to be um, dissipating whatever direction leads us towards civilization okay as you keep what with I mean there's the road is uh, still going ahead and as you go further ahead um, the smell of chimney smoke gets stronger and um, out of the head uh, looms tall shapes that um, eventually form a, a kind of wall ahead of you. The muddy ground underfoot as you get closer to these gives way to uh, wet cobblestones. And the tall shapes become recognizable as village dwellings. And you, uh, you do cross before you get to them what looks like may have been an old ruined wall that is uh, just, there's small bits of rock here and there. You can easily, it, it doesn't cross the road, but if you went that direction, you could uh, easily step over it. Wash, roll a history check. Fail. All right. And um, no sound cuts through the silence as you are you going to go into the village I should ask how, how long have we been running after the fight after the fight yeah uh, it's been about 40 minutes oh okay I, I was going to say I'd, I'd do one more wolf cry um, but I I don't, ha I don't have to speak with animals anymore. Um, yeah. Uh, Wash, Wash is going to pull out his crag cat voice box. Okay. And just blast whatever he can on the voice box and then run into town. All right, roll a performance check. 15. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, I mean, you've heard a crag cat before. It doesn't sound like a crag cat, but it sounds pretty appalling. I mean, you get a nice loud sound out of it and you run into town. Yeah, I'm just trying to excite whatever reaction that town might have and then run okay. in. So Wash runs in, Ned, Willie. Oh, Willie's also down. He wants to get, get out of the dark and under a roof. Okay. Um, so there is, uh, as you run into this town, there's not a lot of light coming from these buildings. No sound cutting the silence. Um, but uh, 
these, you can clearly see you're in a village, but um, it's very dark and run down. Most of the buildings uh, have either really heavy curtains across the windows or straight up boarded up. And uh, there's a light rain that starts uh, coming down, just real light and drizzly. First door. As you, as you walk into this village. First door, I just start pounding. All right, you're gonna you're just going knock on a, the first door. No. I'm gonna obliterate the door. I was gonna say like, hey man, do you? Do you know who lives there? All right, you as you pound on it, the door just falls flat. <clears throat> in and uh, as it hits the ground, kind of echoes through this two-story house, and it's dark inside. Looks abandoned. Hey, hey guys! I uh, found us a house. Get in here. Whoa! So this is your house. Nice. Willie, as as you're heading a place, Willie, before you go in, um, you hear small wooden wheels rolling across the the cobblestones. My wheels go turn. Uh, Look at that. And that's uh, the only sound you hear. And there's a hunched figure bundled in rags and pushing a rickety wooden, wooden cart down the road, actually coming your way. Like it looks like she's trying to come over to me. No, she's just coming down the road, but she's going to pass by the house pretty soon. Okay. Who's going to wave at her? Say hi. As soon as you, as soon as you wave, she, she comes up short and, uh, and it kind of, turns her cart your direction and um, uh, wheels it and is looking at you and looking suspiciously up at the house and says, uh, you, you, you must be new here, Darius. Yeah, yes, ma'am. I, we just, we just got to town, ma'am. I mean, I did. Oh. I mean, this is, this is his house. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I see. What was that? Well, I see. Uh, you'll be staying here then, will you? I, I'm, I'm going to ask him if I can. I don't really know these, these guys. I see. Uh, and she's an um, older woman with all white hair. And uh, she says, well, um, she, she looks at you, Ned, who's still outside with Arnaldo and his strange mask behind him and says, um, you, you look very new here. I don't think I've seen you in the valley before. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, this isn't how I normally look. And then I cast this guy's self to look like a, a human. And okay. This, this is how I normally look. Do I look more familiar now? She, she kind of starts when you cast it, but um, gets a little wry smile on her face and says, um, you, you, you can look however you want here. You don't 
have to worry about that. At least not with Granny, you don't. Uh, you, you look uh, a little worse for wear. Could, could you use a pastry? And she pulls back um, from the cart and there are little stacks of look like fresh pastries. She says, I'm selling the last of my wares before I head home for the night. Oh man, how much? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, they're usually a gold apiece, but um, for first timers, for those who are in as bad a shape as you, uh, I, would, I would sell uh, one Electrum. What? Uh, two for one gold. I'm sorry, ma'am, I'm not from around here. I don't... How many does she have left? How many do you have left? How many pastries does she have left? Yeah. Um, she... Are you, are you asking her that? Yeah. Um, you look in the cart and she has nine pastries left. I'll pay five gold for all of them. She says, oh, um, I can give you four, but uh, I, I need to keep some for my regular customers. Uh, I have others on this route that would be very upset if I didn't get them their pastries. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought I was. I thought you were just trying to be done with them for the night. So I pay her four gold. Well, four gold for the five. Yeah, or for however many. She, I thought you said four. Oh yeah, sorry. She had nine. She wanted to keep five. She was giving you four. So you're going to pay gold per. Yep. Okay. Yeah, she she hands over four. They're they're pretty fresh. You they're not warm anymore, um, but uh, she hands them to you and she says um, these will these will make you feel much much better after uh, whatever it is that you've been through. She says, looking you up and down. And I when I before I take them, I like hand her the gold and I just grab her hand and I say, "Thank you so much for your service, doing this for us. I know I need them." Thank you so much for your kind words. Uh, take care. Hope to see she, you. she smiles and says, I, there's, there's not uh, much kindness in Barovia these days, but uh, I see that you've brought some to our little valley. Uh, if, if you ever need more, uh, come find me at the old mill. Uh, me and my daughters, we're always baking pastries. Uh, I find that whatever you can do to bring joy in this valley, um, even if uh, you have to charge a bit for it. <laughs> she makes cinnamon rolls? Um, you know, pastries are really our specialty. Um, we, we do all sorts, but mostly meat pies, which is what these are. Uh -huh. um, since you're new to the valley, I will warn you that um, they have a little kick. You might not want to eat a whole one at once uh, on your first go. That's my recommendation, at least. Okay, thank you, ma'am. Each of the party members. So Osh says, how old are your daughters? Oh, God. <clears throat> she, roll an insight check. Seven? <laughs> Be, because she rolled a natural one on her on her 
check. Um, she says, uh, oh, they're not much over and looks uh, you up and down and say, I'd say about you're in full armor. So she, she doesn't know, but um, 13 or 14. But you, you can clearly tell that she's just blown smoke. You don't, she, she has no idea who you are and, and is not going to tell you the truth. You don't know how old your daughters are? Well, some days I tell most young ladies that um, you can be as old as you want to appear to be. I've got to be going on my route now, but um, and she turns with the squeaky wooden wheel of her cart and says, um, I, I do regular routes um, on the third, third of the weekday. I come through th this village. This is the village of Barovia, by the way, in, in the land of Barovia. Are, are, you, are you safe here doing your rounds by yourself? more kindness i see i i appreciate it very much but um yes yes i i i'm very safe here um i've been around here long enough to know uh, how to stay out of harm's way um you you though i i would say stay stay on the roads and stay out of the woods at night have a good night dearie wash is gonna cough a little bit of blood <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, be, take care of yourself. She 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 waves as she goes off uh, further down down the block. That she actually goes like she's leaving the village, but turns before that uh, wall and seems to be going down almost like a little alley to another set of houses and says, "Good good night, dearies. Good night, ma'am." Wash right. is going to go to Elyonid. Can can I talk? Like, are, are are we in the house? We did did Wash steal a home? You had gone in the house. The others hadn't followed you yet, but um, I think it sounds like you came out to talk to the granny lady. Yeah. And so now you're, as far as I know, you're standing outside. Say, Ned, come, come check out this house that I found. Okay. And uh, I'll walk over, um, not thinking much about it, but like looking, looking for things. <laughs> sure. And as he does this, Ned is carrying four pigs. What's that? No, nothing good. As he's doing this, Ned is, as she's doing this, Ned is carrying four, four pastries um, that are each about, you know, good, good size. I thought I said I wanted to hand them out, give everyone. Okay, more, but uh, uh, yeah, you 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 hand uh, them out. But I do fumble around for a little bit and then hand them all out, and then walk into the house. Yeah, did you just move in here, man? Yes. Right. Yeah. I don't suppose you have any silverware unpacked yet? Uh, look around. What's mine is yours. 
Thanks, man. Right, well, let's go try to find like some forks. Okay. Uh, the house, as you start exploring the first floor, is a modest, um, modest home that looks like it's been abandoned for quite some time. But uh, the windows are boarded up. Um, there's a lot of like dirt, debris, uh, rubbish on the ground here and there. But um, you hear scrabbling sounds coming from what sound to be like the buildings next door who has have walls actually um, like connected to this one. But you don't find a whole lot in here other than it looks like it's been abandoned for a while. The second floor, you think you could get to, but the stairs actually look rotted out, and there's a big hole in them. You could get there if you're careful, you think. Wash is going to put the door back into place. Okay. And then try to find Elianid. Yeah, uh, Willie's kind of searching around. Um, Arnaldo's gone into the corner and pulled out his book and is just flipping over pages. And yeah, you and you and Ned are just standing there. And I'm, I'm going to say, once again, I'm going to cough blood directly into Ned's face, partially because I think she'll like it. <laughs> this This place sucks. I feel terrible here. What what happened to you? Why are you coughing blood? Because this place sucks. Okay. Sorry, buddy. I need I want to rest. So do I. Do we just rest here? I I feel like we should secure the door before we do. But it, it seems as though an old old woman can walk around at will. We we should be able to rest here. I agree, and. Uh... I go over to the door and I see if I can figure out how to do anything to secure it. Um, I've got thieves tools. I would like to aid in whatever way possible. Uh, yeah, the two of you um, are, are going to be able to get it back. You know, you're able to find um, where some hinges have been pulled out and uh, it takes you a little bit of time, but you feel like it's moderately secure. It, it might not hold against an attack, but you would certainly hear before it just burst open. Like it would take somebody either a really strong blow or a couple of attacks. Um, it's not quite as solid as a normal front door, but it's not just a piece of wood leaning on the, on a wall. I'm going to try to wedge Grambimbaldo in the door frame. Just see if I can leave him there. Yeah, his his dex save was pretty high, so he, you're not even able to pick him up. 
All right. But uh, yeah, you guys, uh, there's a, an old fireplace that looks so covered in, in soot and uh, dirt that you don't think you'd be able to light a fire in there. Oh, uh, Wash is going to try. All right. Roll a survival check. It's going to start start busting up whatever wood cabinets, tables, side tables. I can there's, find. there's no more furniture in here. In fact, Willie, you're not able to find um, really anything of value. It looks like the house has been picked over and whoever left it took took everything of value with them. Eight. As, as he's trying to make it, um, after a few minutes of him struggling, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion <laughs> and make it look like he started a fire. Uh, he, he does get a fire going. Um, smoke starts kind of filling this front room. You guys would have to get a window open or open that door back up in order to let it out. It's not going out the chimney. I'm going to cast Minor Illusion back and make it look like El Unit is on fire. Willie, uh, you're seeing fire all over the place. Is, is Willie still there? Dominic, yeah. Willie, you, uh, I, sorry, I think up, you're frozen. You start seeing fire just appear in all sorts of places as these two are casting minor illusion and the room starts filling with smoke. Oh shit, guys. Oh shit. Oh shit. It's on fire. Bro, where's your sink? Uh, I can't, I, I moved the fire over the Willie. And see if he realizes that's a big fire. Yeah, Will is taking a few steps back. He doesn't want to get burned. Really, uh, roll a inside check. One and two. Yeah, you, you're able to figure out that there's somehow a trick in this fire. It's not real. Whoa. These shrooms but, do uh, fucking things. All right, what are you guys doing? Did I ever find a fork? You didn't. You didn't find a fork. It's it's been uh, picked over. Take it. That means there's no spoons either. Find a whole drawer of iron spoons. No, there's there's no spoons. <clears throat> I'm gonna go Wash. window. Let the smoke out. Okay. Um, so you, you're you're prying the window open. No, I'm just gonna bust out the glass. Uh, the the glass is long gone. It's oh. uh, boarded up. So the the did Wash react like that or just Ben? It's just Ben. <laughs> so, so you're taking off the boards. Oh no! The, the window's already open, though. Like, oh no, no, no! It's boarded. It's boarded up, but it's not glass. Then yeah, I'm just gonna bust through a couple of boards. All right. Um, as you pry it open, the the smoke does kind of at least stick towards the top of the uh, room. It's still a little hazy in there, but it warms up. Um, you get some light going. The shadows are kind of making weird, doing all sorts of weird things. Did you eat any of those mushrooms? Willie? 
Uh, not, not yet, but he doesn't know that. Okay. Um, the shadows are, you know, making some weird shapes as you guys move around in here. But, um, Ned, you notice as you kind of look out this window, you can see a little bit more of the village uh, because more of the fog has dissipated in this light rain. And um, just looking up and down, you, you see there are some buildings have light in them. Um, it's, it's not every house, but, um, uh, here and there you see that, um, there are definitely other people in the village, but nobody's moving around, um, on the streets or anything like that. You see just kind of while you're at this window, um, up behind the village, a steep, um, pillar of stone goes up uh, as if uh, the village is near a cliff um, and it sits a little ways away probably a quarter half mile away but as you look up on it you see a tall uh, castle that uh, kind of overshadows the whole village uh, I call Wash over hey Wash come, come look at this castle it's pretty, pretty cool uh, Willie is going to use performance of creation to create a fork and use that to start eating the pastry that Ned gave him. All right. So somehow Willie uh, doesn't even know where it came from, but he sure enough, I uh, was really hoping to find a fork. And after practically giving up and searching everywhere, she turns over something he knows he looked at before. And there's a, like a, almost a brand new looking fork in, in there. Kind of glimmering and a uh, yeah, just starts eating it. And watch you go over and look at this castle. Uh, I go over to where Elginet is and look at what she's pointing to me. So looking out the window, uh, yeah, up high above the village, uh, on a you know above a cliff in essence. Um, it's on the other side of the village. Um, but you're not exactly sure how far it is, but it doesn't look like it's going to be very big based on the distances. Uh, but there's a, it's maybe, it's hundreds of feet though, above the village, may, maybe even thousands, it's tough to tell. Um, the fog is dissipated. Like I said, there's a little bit of drizzle, um, but the clouds are high enough that you can see all the way up there. And it's a, a castle with high walls, um, tall towers, and um, it just kind of looms over the village. I I look over at uh, Willie and said, "Oh, you found my fork!" And I go over and try to grab it. Oh well, well can I finish my pie first, man? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, See you, man. What? Can I use it afterwards to eat my pie? Yeah, man, that's fine. How much? How much pie do I have left? Uh, how much pie were you gonna eat? Uh, they're like six inch diameter. Yeah, about that. Yeah, about a third. Okay, so this pie, when you bite into it, um, it's not quite 
the, the flavor is not quite like anything you've tried before. Um, it has a little bit of kick, something special in it that you can't place. But yeah, it's like a meat pie, um, dr- drier maybe than your your, your preference. But um, has a little sweetness to it, a little kick. Actually, well, roll a constitution check. Uh, constitution save. 17. Yeah, it t- you, you think it tastes pretty good. You, you can do this again. This is some good pie. Uh, Wash, as you're standing looking up at this uh, castle, from one of the towers, you see a very small, at this distance, um, you're not quite sure what it is, but something just go, a dark shape just goes zoop, zooming up out of a tower. And then behind it, another one. And then behind it, dozens more. And then as you're watching, you're pretty sure that it's bats and thousands of bats just come out of the top of one of these towers and fill the sky above this castle and are just flying around above it. And the the whole sky above it is just covered in bats. uh, What what do you call a swarm of bats? But thousands of them, maybe hundreds of thousands of them. And as you're watching, they kind of dissipate into, uh, they're they're swarming around and they dissipate into the night in in all various different directions. But um, you you just get a, as you have the entire time here, you get a icky vibe of the whole thing. It's a cauldron of bats. I'm just going to say to Elunid again, this place sucks. And I'm going to cast Misty Step and, and just try to go across the room. Uh, but you're staying on the first floor? Yeah. Um, I'm going to grab that. Um, you, go to, you go to cast it, and you, you know exactly where you're going, and you say the words um, but you don't go anywhere yep that was a test wash nose now you tried to trick me but you couldn't trick wash you DM wash says to Elionid our, our powers are limited here be careful what you attempt because only the most basic and easiest of magics have any meaning. Arnaldo suddenly looks up from the corner and says, do you think that old lady was a gypsy? Or he looks down at his book, which you remember was a, a book on witches and hags, and he says, or a witch. We should go kill her. Not cool, man. Goodbye, buddy, and go, go take a rest. You, you can't tell if he's joking or not yet. 
Um, I'm going to go grab that fork. I'm going to eat a third of my pie as well. Uh, when you touch the fork, you can hear faint music. Oh, this is my fancy fork. Look, you found my fancy fork. Um, eat a third of it. Pointedly stick the fork in my bag, not give it back. And then go to sleep right beneath the window. Uh, you, again, as you eat this pie, it's pretty good. Um, seems to be baked with a lot of attention. And uh, um, you haven't had, I know, that's at least been several days, uh, if not a week or more, since you've had fresh, fresh pastry or food like this. Uh, roll a constitution saving throw. See how well you like it. Can, can natural watch? Okay. Natural 20? Yes. Yeah, you're really liking some fresh baked pie after, um, I mean, it's a meat pie, but like uh, like I said, it has a little bit of kick, a little bit of sweet, and um, it has some flavors that you can't quite place. Um, the blend is just a little unique. And and because of the way she, she has to carry it, it's maybe a little drier than you get at like a fresh tavern. That but. dry old woman pie. <laughs> what were you saying wash um wash was going to try to warn ned against the food and then wash was going to take the 10 to 20 minutes to adjust my spells so that i could cast purify food and drink okay which I, I will cast before I eat. Yeah. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna eat how much of your pie are you eating? You eating the full thing or yeah, I'm eating the whole thing. Okay. Um, does Wash like pie? Uh, yeah. Wash Wash doesn't pick favorites, but um roll a constitution saving throw to see how well uh well i like it 19. yeah like uh wash hasn't eaten fresh food like this in a while and um yeah seems to be really tasty really good and uh you just really enjoy it it's nice, uh, especially as sucky as this place has been. It's nice to get something that is um, this uh, fresh. Okay, so when Wash uh, took the time to change spells, I also added Fine Steed. And I'm going to take the 10 minutes to try to cast Fine Steed um, with very, very little hope in my heart. Yeah, as the 10 minutes goes along, you, that hope dies further. Hope in your heart and pie in your belly, you still can't come up with, with anything. Hope in your heart and pie in your belly. 
Okay. Um, Which is the same as Taylor Swift song. Wash is, Wash is going to take a moment to just silently but forcefully say in into the ether Taylor Swift I'll, I will find you again we'll be together and then I'm going to go I'm going to try to put myself between where Ellie Ned laid down to go to sleep and the like the rest of the room Um, and are you all going to sleep? And then I don't have, um, what's that? If she's not asleep yet, um, I would just say to Elginid, can you tell me about your tattoos? Pretend to be asleep. <laughs> oh. uh, Wash, roll an insight check, and Ned, roll a uh, deception check. Fifteen. Nineteen. Wash lets it go. I know that she's pretending and I don't I don't say anything about it. Um before I fell asleep, I told what's his face to keep watch for the first part. Which what's his face? Arnaldo? Raimundo. Bring 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 Gondaldo volunteered to stay awake all night. Take he's, he's over there and he's just shoveling pie and um and he's like mm, mm, gypsy pies are good that was my nickname what's that without a fork without a fork he's just biting on it as he reads his book and he says yeah i can i can take a watch um but uh he he is really going to town on this pie and just also shoves the whole thing down you're not sure how Closely, he's paying attention to, um, to the door. But you guys gonna go to sleep? All right. Uh, are you doing any watches, or you're just uh, Arnaldo's gonna? I'll wake up and do a watch later. All right. Uh, roll a Constitution check. Okay. So you all go to sleep. Um, Willie, as you're going to sleep, you know, you've heard Wash mention a couple times how much this place sucks. And you had a relatively unpleasant experience in the forest with these wolves. But on the same token, like you feel more powerful than like you just feel, I don't know, you feel energized and you actually didn't get beat up as much as everyone else did out there in that wolf fight. And as much as you didn't really want to hurt the wolves, you, you held your own. And 
don't know. You're not feeling too bad about this, but you, you also go to sleep with a little hope in your heart and pie in your belly. And uh, Ned, you um, wake up. Arnaldo does not wake you up, but because you knew your watch was going to be coming up, you uh, wake up in the night and Arnaldo is just completely conked out. Um, seems to be dead to the world. And uh, you, you realize he fell asleep on his watch, but it's probably your, your turn to take over. And he um, seems to have a big old smile on his face. Uh, and you hear him say, yeah. And uh, he's just talking a little bit in his, in his sleep, but he's out. Okay. And then I, I stay up and watch for the next like three hours and I'll wake up wash then. Right. Wash you uh get woken up by Ned and um greet a dreary a dreary day that um pretty low cloud cover, no sunlight, but um you get all a long rest as uh Day breaks over Barovia, and that's where we'll end for the for the night. All right. Welcome um, to Barovia. The fork disappears after two hours. No. When you wake up, Willie, you're oh, Willie. When you wake up, you you can't remember where you put the fork, and Ned, you also don't have a fork in your bag anymore. You, you assume Willie took it in the night. <laughs> All right. That was fun. Sorry about the meltdown in the middle of it. That's okay. We all have moments like that. Mm-hmm. And we got a long rest. Got a long rest. All right. So uh, Ned and Watt. love to take away a long rest at the beginning of the next session. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Ned and Wash, if you haven't noticed, you have been governored back to level three. Yeah, so I, I have a I have a, a stat sheet I mocked up. Um, both of you, I'm, I didn't take off your level four. It was too tricky to try to reverse Ned's feet and Wash's ability score increase. So level four stuff is there but um i i emailed uh the stat sheet i sent with i think a summary of the main changes but if if there's something on there that's not quite right let me know yeah mainly i won't be able to use uh the inflict wounds until i get to level four so the one and uncanny dodge yeah and all my second level spells I got from feats. Or no, I might get them from oh, I'll have to look at this. Yeah, so it's kind of a modified thing because it's hard to actually reverse everything completely. Wash will never forgive you for taking away Taylor Swift. I didn't do anything. Blame Barovia. Nope. Wash 
wash blames whatever fickle god is in charge of this universe and swears to himself that he'll find a way to kill the master of this dungeon that in which he lives. Don't don't think of it as taking away as much as saving for later. Nope. That's not the way Wash sees it. All right, guys. I'll see y'all tomorrow night. All right. Bye. Bye, buddy. See you guys later. Go dominate.